All right, here we go. Are we in a better mood now? <laughs> now that you got it figured out. Flint Trap episode two. Flint Trap! Do, 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 do. Skibbity, bibbity, boop. And then the music comes in. And then the music, and then the music happens. <laughs> unacceptable thing to be doing right now that needs to be done james is clipping his toenails are you did you wait to do it till this just so we'd have something to talk about yes you're disgusting do not (laughs) take that off the table right now i don't want to see your toenail that's where i'm supposed to put it i don't know why are you doing it right now right here you nasty okay here's the thing i stubbed my toe earlier yeah as i told you yeah and it cracked my toenail yeah and it bled bled Uh uh-huh and so I've been meaning to cut these for a while now, and this seemed like the perfect That's opportunity. <laughs> so gross. You're so gross that I'm not even certain how I feel about this. It's not like I'm putting them on you. Well, you're putting them on the table, so it's offensively I'm just them near on this me. Box. That's so gross. You're so gross. Okay. So let's start. Anyhow, out. making a podcast is not as easy as it sounds. And it put me in a weird mood because I'm trying to get it to upload to iTunes, and it's not working, and maybe we got it fixed. I'm not 100% certain. We got it fixed. It's fine now. Okay, well, we'll see. So, anyhow, that just started off things on a weird foot. But, here we are. We're back. We're in action. James is clipping his toenails. Danny has a cold. I do, which is not my favorite thing, but I'm okay. I'm just super grossed out and distracted by your toenail clipping. Okay. Well, it's almost over. See, I'm done with one foot already. It just... All of that needs to stop. It's oh, that really, one disappeared. That's so gross. Okay. Okay, James, talk about your... Here's, your, here's our production note. Okay. So, tell us about your first... What's your musical of the week, James? My musical of the week is Newsies, because it came out on Netflix, <laughs> and of course, I watched it right away, <laughs> and Did you know before I, I sent it. you the picture that said it was on Netflix? Yes, because I'm on Netflix probably... 17 of the 24 hours of the day, <laughs> and it pops up and lets me know. Okay. And I loved it, obviously. Obviously. And Jeremy Jordan is delicious. <laughs> <laughs> so what's your fact? Oh, my fact? Um, I didn't really look up any facts about oh, you're it. You're really good at this. Uh, but I do know that the man who wrote the music for it, Alan Menken, is the composer of many of the shows that I love, such <laughs> as The Little Mermaid, um, Aladdin, uh, let's see what else. I mean, tons of things that are just always my favorite. Okay. What's Not... your favorite musical of the week? <laughs> I'm going to, while you're talking, I'm going to think about more things about Newsies. Okay. My musical of the week is Fun Home. Because um, you're a big les. <laughs> Not because I'm a lesbian, <laughs> but because my birthday's coming up and they're doing one of the, I'm not really sure who's doing it, to be honest, but they're doing it in Portland. And we're getting tickets, and we're going to go. Oh, fun. Yeah, with some friends. And not James. James is not going to come. So I'm not going to be here. Right. So um, that's Fun Home. It's a great show. And um, it won a Tony a few years back. See, look at all that blood. Stop talking about your toenails, you nasty. That's so gross. You're disgusting. I cannot believe you're putting it on there. Oh, somebody just came on Periscope. (laughs) So, anyhow, 
Uh, fun fact about, well, Fun Home is just interesting because it's, like, based on truth. Because it's, um, the woman who it's about, Allison, is a cartoonist in New York. And she lived in a funeral parlor and all that, and they, she wrote a book. She lived in a funeral parlor? Mm-hmm. Like, her parents ran a funeral parlor. I guess maybe they didn't live there. Maybe they did, though. Actually, I'm not 100% certain on that, but, like, the family business was a funeral parlor. That's interesting. And so it's all about her life, living in the, or at least being part of a funeral parlor as a kid, and then becoming a lesbian, and her dad was a lesbian, and... Her I mean, dad was I'm sorry, lesbian. her dad was gay. And so, anyway, which is a very interesting show, and I get to see I saw it in New York, which was amazing. Theater in the Round, Circle in the Square, it was awesome. And then we're going to go see it in Portland. So that's my musical of the week. Oh, wonderful. I'm very excited. And I had a bunch of people... At the community theater we work at, sing songs from that show, which was also cool. Um, oh, I was supposed to think of more interesting facts about Newsies. Well, you I, didn't. Did I you? didn't. Well, no, dude. But did you know that they pre-rip the newspapers that they jump on? Pre-rip them? What do you mean? Yeah. So you know the scene I'm talking about, where they're jumping on the newspapers. It's a dance, and then they split the newspapers oh, yeah. in half, and then they twist them around with their feet. They pre-rip those at like in the middle. They rip. Are they, like, perforated? No, I think they're just cut. Oh. So it makes it easier when they spread their legs when oh, they're so stepping on it. So it's, like, cut on both ends and only attach, like, in the middle or yeah. something? Oh, interesting. Right. Okay, that's interesting. Yeah, I thought so. And I knew that because I looked up a YouTube video to learn that dance. <laughs> and I did it in my kitchen. <laughs> and then when I watched it on Netflix the other day, I noticed when they brought the newspapers out to set on the stage. That they were, like, floppy. That they were floppy. Interesting. Yeah. But see, that is interesting. Good yeah. work, James. I know some stuff. Stop with the toenails. It's oh, so gross. You just dropped one. Oh, no. Where did it go? I don't know. At least it's not the bloody one. <laughs> I'm also concerned because they're just so long. I don't know if they're... Okay. And now we're to our mid-meeting moment. Already? Well, yeah. Okay. Not really mid after two <laughs> minutes. I mean, it's at six. <laughs> Let's call it our... Just the, the next moment. Yeah, the next moment. Now, our mid-meeting moment is going to be about what? Your toenails? Uh, well, we've kind of already talked about those. Well, okay. Then our mid-meeting moment is going to be about where we're recording. We're recording outside. Why are we recording outside? Because we have company at the house today. Oh, okay. You don't want to <laughs> elaborate and, on that. Um, no, it just, we, the house is not, the structure of my house is not really like, there isn't a good place to do this. So we're trying it outside. We're trying some new things. I the said last, we could go do it in my car. That's true. Our last one had the, it was a little creepy for us to be at nighttime locked in your car recording a podcast. A little creepy. Hmm. I live in a nice neighborhood, James. No, the house just isn't really set up for a good place. Plus, the last time, (laughs) stop looking at the bug on the microphone. (laughs) Well, okay. (laughs) (laughs) The last time we recorded, we had like weird um, central air noise. So I was wondering if maybe it'll be better out here. Although maybe I'll hear the cricket. I don't know. I don't hear any crickets as it is. Do you hear traffic? I do. <laughs> yeah, so we're recording outside. We try. I wanted to record out on the new developments behind the house, but. Like out in the field? Yeah, for the, it's not a field anymore, James. It's like It's a roads. field of dirt. There's roads. Okay. Well, 
<clears throat> that would be. Or a spooky. There would be nowhere to sit. A spooky podcast. We could take the chairs out. No, this is <laughs> fine. And there's no light out there. There's light here. That's true, but the light brings the bugs. True. There's a moth flying around your head. Mm-hmm. Speaking of bugs. Oh my god. Look! That spider's getting that moth. Ugh. Ew. No, it's just was caught. It was caught, and the spider was... Stop screaming. Okay, anyway, speaking of bugs, what? Um, I had to catch a spider for my mom the other day. Oh, yeah, tell me about it. Uh, so, she wakes me up at 5 o'clock in the morning. <laughs> I'm staying with my mom right now. By the by. <laughs> <laughs> Not because I don't have a place of my own, but because I have a place of my own in a fall. thousand miles away. <laughs> Uh, she wakes me up at five in the morning. Also, thanks for saying that, because then me just living at home, it just, you're like, oh, but don't <laughs> think that I live at home. Well, you're 12 years younger than me, so True. it's a little bit more acceptable. No, yeah. Uh, okay, anyway, so your mom wakes you up at five in the morning. She's like, Jamie, <laughs> I'm so sorry to wake you up, but honey, there is a spider. <laughs> and it's huge, and I can't get to it. It's up on the ceiling. So I get up, I go out into the living room, and it's like there's these vaulted ceilings, like 15 feet in the air. So I crawl up on a stool with a vacuum cleaner, (laughs) and I have to get this spider. And, you know, we've already had this conversation about how vacuum cleaners don't necessarily kill spiders. I thought you looked into it. I did, I did. And for the most part, they do, but you still never... Are really sure because you can't see it. Like if you smash a spider with your shoe, you know it's, you know dead. it's dead. But if you suck it down a vacuum cleaner tube, how do you really, really know? So I think its little lungs can't handle all the dust in there. So well, I don't think spiders have lungs so much as they like absorb oxygen through their exoskeletons. Oh, I could be making that up. Okay, Doctor Geller. That might be the case. Okay. Anyway, so I jump up on the stool. I s- well, she also hands me a can of spider spray to like <laughs> spray at the spider while I'm sucking it into the vacuum. Uh, she's like, honey, don't get that stuff in your eyes. Be careful. Well, I did. Like I'm spraying it like directly above my head and it's the spray is falling back into my face. So it's no wonder I'm not blind, but I did get the spider and it was gigantic. It was huge. It was black and it was just, uh, it was awful. Um, so I go back to bed, although I have a hard time going to sleep because my mother kept the vacuum cleaner out, plugged in, and was turning it on every five minutes to suck the spider that's possibly crawling back up out the tube. And then I get up in the morning, finally, and, uh, she still has it out. And I'm like, mom, why don't you just take the vacuum cleaner bag out to the garbage? Yes, she still has a vacuum cleaner that takes a bag. And she's like, I don't want, I don't want to touch it. And so I open up the vacuum cleaner bag. I'm like, I'll just take it out because I don't want the spider living in the house anymore. Well, I start to take the bag out and that hole where the tube like goes into the bag is so ominous and scary because I had to stick my fingers by it and like thinking that the spider's going to jump out. Well, it didn't. So... I got the spider safely up. And I actually, I tried to look in the hole to see if I could see the spider, but I, I didn't see it. It was a big to-do. It sounds like it. It's always a big to-do when, when things are happening at my mom's house, creature-wise. Well, I feel like this is all just payback for all of the times that you scare that poor woman half to death. Well, yeah, but 
how did it benefit her? No, it was just payback from the cosmos that she kept you up and woke you up so early. Yeah. Did I tell you about the time Chris was sleeping there and I was there and he woke up with a bat flying around in his room? (laughs) (laughs) No. Chris, my brother, (laughs) he he woke up with a bat flying around (laughs) in his room. Was his window open? No. No. And besides, if it was open, there is a screen. So the bat just, I don't know how it got in. It was in. just living? It was, it, I, I don't know. But he got up like in the middle of the night. Your nephew was, probably brought it in as a pet. Well, that's possible. <laughs> yeah, and he, he woke me up and my mom up because I was staying there for some reason. And he's like, I think there's something flying around in my room, like a bird or something. <laughs> <laughs> so like, we crack open the door, turn the light on, and sure enough, there's a bat circling around in his room it was the creepiest thing and we had to trap it under a laundry a laundry basket and take it outside i have like a really vague recollection of a bat getting into the house we lived in when i was living in jefferson there was like a hole in our screen door or something and a bat flew in pretty late at night and it was like a really big to do too because they're like quick little buggers and they're kind of weird and they're smaller than you think they'd be too right. like little mice with wings yeah so Disgusting. that's gross well, i killed a spider on lindsay's car yesterday that was quite large that was living behind side mirror. Yeah, when she first started talking about that, I thought it was behind her rear view mirror because she didn't say side mirror. Right. I was just I was standing there trying to put stuff in the car and right. she was talking about a spider behind her mirror. I was like, there's no way <laughs> that she would be living with a spider <laughs> in the car. In the car like that. No, but it was quite large and speckled. Gross. Well, she lives out in the middle of nowhere. I bet it was a hobo spider. It was huge or like <sighs> one of those brown recluse or something. It was very large. And it had, like, this really beautiful web that attached from, like, the actual window to the side mirror. Mm-hmm. And she said that it would crawl back behind her side mirror and then come out on its web and then crawl back behind when she would try to do something to it. And then she was shocked when I told her I would kill it. And I was like, you just have to hold all my stuff. She's like, well, how are you going to do it? And I was like, with a shoe. And then I did. I just killed it. What's funny is Lindsay's last name is Shoe. It is. Huh. So and I so you, how did you... I how just, I you? took off my little Birkenstock. Yeah, but how did you coax it out of the hole? No, it was out on its web. Oh. Because she hadn't killed the web. That's what she should have done when it was in its hole. But she didn't, so it was out on the web. And then I just, like, <clears> took my shoe, and I put it over the top of the spider and dropped it, so it broke the web, and then it crushed the spider. Oh. But the spider was sort of living on the side of my shoe, so then we shined the light on it, and I found it, and then I killed it. I did, however, I mean, like, I was acting very big and brave, but the reality was that I was concerned until I got home and took my shoes off again, that it was on my shoes still and alive and going to bite me and kill me. Ew. So that wasn't good. But, killed it. I'm a hero. You are. I mean, it's the, you're the real heroes, those people that wake up every morning Just and come across a spider. Which is so funny because in my real life, like when Tannen was still living with us, my little brother, mm-hmm. I would wake him up at all hours of the night to kill spiders that I couldn't reach. Yeah. Because they're creepy and they're gross and I don't like them. They are, and, you know, if they're living outside, fine. Like, that's their environment, but I draw the line at the house. Well, especially when... If they're inside... If I can reach them, they they don't freak me out. Like, if they're, like, eye level or lower, it's fine. But as soon as I can't reach it anymore, they become infinitely more terrifying. Yeah, well, they are. Uh, Getting back to my mother and the spider situation the other day, I asked her later that day, I was like, Mom, what would you have done if I wasn't there to get that spider? She's like, I would have had to call somebody. I, I don't know. I was like, what, call 911? Maybe. She, I, I sincerely think that she would have called 911. I 
had a friend in high school who called me one time because she was trapped in a room because there was a spider above her door and she couldn't get out. She couldn't reach it. Yeah. And I had to come over and kill it. Uh huh. And it, I mean, it was quite substantial in size, but she was petrified and trapped in her bedroom because it was above her door and she couldn't get out. Oh God. And I came over and I killed it. I mean, I can understand that. I would kill it, but. Tell the my story. Mom. What? Tell about the the sleepwalking. This is just a momentary Jan Jan anecdote. Oh, <laughs> this Jan, this podcast is sponsored by Jan Jan. <laughs> oh, she, I was, was that last night? Yeah, that was last night. I was working on some homework mm-hmm. in my room, and I'm no, sitting there on the computer. No, it wasn't last night, because we were at the cast party last night. It, but it was I, before the cast party? It was party? before the cast party. Okay. <clears throat> it was only like 9 o'clock. She had fallen asleep on the couch. And I was in my room on the computer, and she walks in, like, in a fog, and she looks at me. I'm like, hi. I, t- I had my headphones on, and I, I took them off, and I was like, yeah? She's like, I feel like I lost a child. I was like, oh? oh okay. Why? And she said some name. I don't know. And she, then she, like, stood there for a moment and was like, I think I'm dreaming. I was like, yeah, I, I think you are. And that was it. She went back to the couch and fell back to sleep. And I was like, <laughs> then later I was like, mom, do you remember doing that? She's like, yeah, that, I, 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 I do. <laughs> so. Awkward pause. <laughs> <laughs> That's really bizarre. Yeah, she does that from time to time. Uh-huh. You know? Sleepwalking is a thing. I wake myself up sometimes because I know that I'm talking in my sleep. Yeah. I feel like I hear myself. It doesn't happen this very conversation. often. I don't snore, but I mumble. Like you a do. <gasps> like creepy, When creepy was mumbles. that that I heard you? We um, were sleeping somewhere together for some reason. Well, we shared a hotel room on the way home from Palm Springs. Was that it? I don't know when it would have been more recent. That? No, it was at Jill's. Oh, right. Because yes. we stayed the night at Jill's during the eclipse weekend. Yes. Yeah, I don't snore, but I mumble. Like, it's creepy. Like, yeah. We slept on the couch. You slept on one side of the L, and I, and I slept at your feet. Yeah. It was stinky. Oh, stop. Let me tell you. Actually, no, your feet don't stink. My feet don't stink, and my farts don't stink. I am a sleep partner. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you did fart at me. Yeah, I did, but they don't. it's just air. And you mumbled in your sleep. But I do mumble. Like, creepy weird. Like, I've been told it sounds like words, but then they're not actually words. Like, no. I'm having a conversation, but it's, like, in hushed tones, and it's just gibberish. Oh. You're possessed. Uh, what's our next, next topic of conversation? Well, let's get into it. Look, let's... Is it let's get into it? Let's take a look at it? Let's, <laughs> let's look, examine? Let's look into it. We, today we are looking into inappropriately bringing your children to locations they should not be at. Oh, you just ended a sentence in a preposition. Yes, I did. Rich, come at Would me. Would you care to rephrase? Um, people who bring their children to inappropriate locations. <laughs> or events. Okay. Because I, I get it, right? Like, my best friend Tani has a child. <clears throat> my goddaughter, Davidy. Love them to death. But she knows, like... 
These are the locations you bring your kids. These are the locations you don't. And sometimes you can't help it. So what would be a good example of somewhere you should take your children, or, or it's okay to take your children, that I wouldn't necessarily know? That you wouldn't necessarily know? Right. I mean, I think that, like, parties during the day, barbecues, okay, that sort of thing, totally fine. Once it gets past, like, 5 o'clock, it's questionable. And once the party is past, like, 8 o'clock, that's not a children's zone. Okay, so it's... More, like, time-based. Sometimes. But then also just locational. Like, if A bar, you, obviously. Right, wouldn't. bars. Don't bring your children. But just, like, I don't know, situations, or, like, if you're going to work, or if you're at a function, or you're coming... Like, we work at a community theater, and I don't know how many times people will bring their children to, like, rehearsal. Like, this is not a time... Because then other people have to become your babysitter. It happens when there's children in shows, too. Because... It's like somebody has to watch those kids. And then the cast turns into like a bunch of babysitters. And I don't know that that's necessarily inappropriately bringing your children because. Sometimes people don't have a choice. Right. True. Like there was a woman we did a show with a while back. And her daughter was there from time to time. Just a couple of times. Sweet girl. Yeah, and she would just. Very well behaved. Right. But in general, I guess mostly it gets irritating when you're in a situation where. The children cause, like, um, a disruption in the regular flow of a scenario. So let's take, like, if you were to bring, for instance, like, we work at a community theater, right? And we're in the dressing room before a show, after a show, during rehearsals and stuff. And, like, somebody will randomly bring their children. And if you're going to sit there and you're going to watch your children because you have to bring them for this reason or that reason, like, things come up. I get that. Mm-hmm. But don't, like, drop your children off in, like, the dressing room or in the auditorium and then disappear. Yeah. Because everyone turns into their babysitter. And, in general, if you're concerned about what people are saying or what people are doing or whatever, don't bring your kids. That's the frustrating That part. is a pet peeve of mine, is when people get mad at me for saying things that are inappropriate, like swearing or whatever. Right. When, okay, this is not... I don't want to say it's not their place, but it's my place, too. Right. And well, if you're going to bring your children, yes. then th- th- that's the risk that you're taking. Right. Well, and, like, if we're at someone's house and they have children, there's going to be rules of the house. Sure. And I'm down to follow that, right? Fine. We go over to someone's house, and they're like, please don't swear in front of my children. Please don't do this, blah, blah, blah. Absolutely, 100%. But if you're going to bring your children to a public setting or a setting where they're not supposed to be there, right? Mm-hmm. And then you're going to get upset because the conduct of the people around you is not what you want your children involved in. Don't bring your children. Don't fucking bring them. Right. Like, just, it's, like, you're putting everyone in an awkward position because they want to respect your wishes and they want to respect what you want to do. But we're also in, like, our element, our location, our whatever, and, like, you're introducing a stressor. And that's unnecessary. And... If you, I think if you're going to put children in a show, too, you have to understand that people aren't going to censor themselves right. at all hours. Like, if you, want to be, <clears throat> if you want your kids to be in a show or to be in some sort of event or any sort of performance, production, anything, and you want them to, you don't want there to be any conduct you don't like, Either you need to be there at all times, which is also kind of irritating, or you need to put them in a production that's, like, with other children. Or oh, well, that's, see, I, like, through a church. I don't even, well, oh, well that's, yeah, fine. But do you know what take I mean? Him to a, take him to a church. But I'm, like, for instance, Seussical, when we did that. Yes. Like, 
a ton of kids in that show. Tons. And I can't tell you how many times I got slapped on the hand for my language. Right. And I think that's unfair. Well, and, you know, there's a lot of people that we work with who are like, I grew up in the theater, I grew up in a community theater, whatever, and that's where I, like, learned life. And I really believe in that. I mean, like, you need to socialize, you need to meet different kinds of people, because the more kinds of people and the more situations you're in, the more you learn, like, how to interact with society better. Like, you need to be yeah, put out in like, the world. Mm-hmm. And Exposed. Learned, right. Socialized. And, and, and I think that, you know, <laughs> advice from someone who's not even remotely a parent, right? But, like, then you take those situations and you say, this is a situation where this happened, and you have a conversation with your kids about, like, what's appropriate about it or not appropriate about it or whatever. You have that conversation. But you can't expect everyone else to, like, bow down to whatever you want when you've introduced your child into a situation that, like, you don't like. Like, you put them there, and now you have to deal with those consequences. Yeah. But mostly, don't turn everyone else into a babysitter, especially people that you're friends with, because, like, they don't want to say no, and you put them in an awkward position where they have to, and, like, that's just, it's just weird for everyone. And I'm by no means a kid hater. I love it when people bring their kids. I think they're sweet. I think it's cute, whatever, but there's a time and a place, and you can't then get mad at people for what happens. Absolutely. Agree 100%. Retweet, repost. <laughs> Hashtag no filter. So that's, Cut that. That's, edit that out. Those are, <laughs> <laughs> that's what grinds my gears right now. That's where I'm at. It just, there's always outliers. There's always things. Uh-huh. But in general, rule of thumb. You want your kids, if you want to bring your kids somewhere, fine. But you can't expect everyone to, like, censor themselves or double-check everything they do. It's not a daycare. No, it is not a daycare. You want your kid to go to daycare, take them to daycare. Find them a babysitter. Leave them with your aunt. Leave them with your pastor. (laughs) Actually, maybe that's not a good idea. (laughs) Uh, So, a show ended last night. Yeah. That you were a part of, and I was, like, peripherally a part of. Spamlock. <laughs> and you got a nice little gift, didn't you? I did get a gift. Tell so us about that. I really have a thing about gnomes. I really love gnomes. I have a gnome tattoo. I just think garden gnomes are adorable. And for the last long time, for three or four years, I've been making cast gifts for one of the directors we work with quite a bit. Um, that are gnome related because he also likes gnomes and I like to make them. And last night, the cast, well, mostly Jeff, but the cast put together um, this thing for me and it was like a castle and it had all of these gnomes that they made of the different cast members that they put in the castles. And what were the gnomes wearing for hats? Oh, so we also, <laughs> we put the microphones in um, non-lubricated condoms. We buy them on a sound website, so they're, like, sheaths or whatever. They don't call it. them condoms? No. They call them, like, microphone okay. sheaths. they're condoms. They're they have a condoms. reservoir for cum. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they're condoms, but they come in one big bag, and they're, un, they're non-lubricated, and they're not individually wrapped either. And the ones that we... They have this weird powder on them. Well, yeah, it's latex. Oh. But, they're, but they don't have any, like, lube. So they're not going to ruin the microphones. And the, the purpose of them is that they keep the moisture off of the pack, like the battery pack for the microphone. Because people sweat. A lot. And it's just good to keep the moisture away. So we just got a new shipment in, and the um, 
you can't see them because they're under everyone's costumes. And so we ended up getting a shipment of red ones because they were on sale or something. And so they took a bunch of the condoms that we used um, and rolled them back up and then put them on the tops of all of the gnomes as the hats. So I have all of these gnomes of cast members and then they have little red condom hats. That's very funny. It's cute. They're very cute. Yeah. And it's sweet that they made them, that Jeff made them. Because they're just so cute. Super cute. How are you feeling? I'm feeling okay. I'm just, my throat's sore and my nose What are your symptoms? I got oh, one... Oh, you just started. <laughs> <laughs> I got one stuffy nostril, oh. the nose ring the side. Okay. And my throat kind of hurts. It's just, like, sticky. Like, I, it's coming. The cold yeah. is coming. Yeah. But that's, like, post-show. I'm just sort of hoping it's, like post-show body relaxation germs. It is. And that it won't, like, actually turn into a cold. It always happens. It always it does. does. Your body's just like, and I'm done. Mm-hmm. And goodbye. Be thankful it's not the stomach flu that's been going around, because that really shit's true. gross. True. I dealt with that for a while. Yeah, update on your butt? Oh, update on my butt. Everything is just peachy. Yeah? Yeah. How's Herman? Herman's the hemorrhoid. He's, I don't know if we talked about that He's gone. Time. He's flat. He's... <laughs> Non-existent right now. Just kind of called back up inside, I guess. So the next time he comes, you got to get it fixed in the first 48 hours, is what Ron said. I guess, yeah. And do I go to the doctor for that? I guess so. And Ron they said just, you like, gotta go... lance it? Yeah, but it has to happen in the first 48 hours, he said, I think. Okay. Or 36. Or, like, you got to go in. Well, thank God Kelly recommended those wipes for me. Because, the witch hazel wipes? Yeah, they're, they're just wondrous and i just i use those for just everyday pooping butt wipes now good are they flushable they are flushable good because i i'm really anal about pooping You're anal. You're yeah anus? and i hate wiping with dry nasty yeah. toilet paper James? like i don't think toilet paper should be a thing i think it should just be wet wipes yeah i mean james got into some trouble when he was living in his last house because he did not know there were flushable butt wipes and then non-flushable butt wipes. And he was buying butt wipes at the hardware store <laughs> at the checkout line. They weren't butt wipes, though. They were just, like, moist towelettes. Well, oh, whatever God. they were. He was using them from the hardware store on his butt, and then he was flushing them. And then, basically, nothing would flush anymore. And the plumber came and took out, like, a huge wad out of the septic. Oh, a huge wad. <laughs> of butt wipes out of the septic, like, tubes. And I was like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> It was awful, it was gross, it was ruining everything. But now he knows there's flushable ones. Yeah, and so I have the like the normal Cottonelle ones now, but I all then I've been using the the witch hazel ones, the medicated. Witch hazel's the best, dude. Wipes. It's good for everything. I put witch hazel on my face before bed, like a toner. Oh, is that right? It's really good for your skin. Huh. I'm kinda liking the smell of it too. It's I, a weird smell, but it is it's weird. growing it's on me. Heavily medicinal. Yeah. But I don't really mind, but I have a big bottle of just like 100% witch hazel. I put it on a little cotton pad, and I rub it on my face before I go to bed. Get all of the grime of the day off. Yeah. Real nice. Wait, do it doesn't take up makeup super well. Does it come from a witch hazel plant? I'm not sure where witch hazel comes from, to be honest. Hmm. It must be some sort of plant, because it's 100% witch hazel, so it's coming from somewhere. It's not man-made. Right. It's natural. It's natural. My coffee's getting cold. We're at 32 minutes. Seriously? We are. Holy cow. We should probably go. Uh, Well, how do we want to end this? Bye. Should we have a teaser for our next podcast? Well, we would if we knew what we were talking about (laughs) on our next podcast. 
We'll make up something on the fly. You and I don't have a whole lot going on this week, do we? No, there's a big sale at the craft store tomorrow that I want to go to. Oh. A huge sale. Wow. That's exciting. Next week, (laughs) what I bought at the craft store. (laughs) (laughs) Bye. Uh, Bye.